All right, we'll see how this sound stuff goes. I'll have to take off the mic and yell for a little while. That happens. But y'all like it when I yell, right? Right? That's what I thought. Um, Who here is like fantastic at scripture memory? You can... You read a verse once or twice, and man, you've got it down. Is anybody like fantastic at it? There's some that's like a, that are whizzes at it, um, and and then some most are struggle. But what's funny is we we struggle with scripture mem- memory, but we know words to songs like it's nobody's business. I mean, we can we can sing them in our sleep, and we know them. But then we're like, I'm just not real good at scripture. I'm just not really good at memorizing things. But then we can sing a song. I can I I, I can sing songs uh, by groups I'm not proud of. Uh, back before I was a believer, from the beat the Beastie Boys or any of the Run DMC or it, a lot of these old groups, I can remember all those songs even now. And it's been like more than ten years. It's like a twelve years. Or a little more. So, um, one thing I do like is um, we do, our group is pretty good with doing motions to remember things. We do some for songs, but we also do it, you see it, if you go to our camp, people are doing these motions to remember scripture. Well, there's a few of them I always want our group to know. There's some scriptures I just want you to know. And so, we do them as a group, and it's sort of goofy, and some might even say, some might say dumb, but then they'll be shot if they say that. Um, uh, but, but it's something that we do, and so I'm going to ask you to stand up with me. And don't put the slide up yet. <clears throat> but there's verses, they call this a lot of times the Roman road. We use part of the Roman road. But this is some foundational verses of our faith. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, this is so important for you not to just know it's there, but to know it by heart so that you can share it. That's the whole point of this. And the verse is, is Romans 3, 20, 23. Who's heard of that verse before? Who here thinks they know that verse? Okay, there, there's a few. And if you've been a part of our group, hands down, if, if you've been a part of our, our, our group, there's a good chance that you know it. And this is how we do it. Y'all don't, don't, don't follow along. Just look. This is, this is how we remember it. For, we do this, all have sinned, like, like horns on like the devil or something, but that's not how it really works, but that's what we do. Have sinned and come short, you put your hands by your hip, by the, uh, of the gl- glory of God. Okay? So try that. Ready? Everybody. For all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. Again, ready? For all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. One more time. Ready? For Okay, look at that. Y'all are beautiful. That's beautiful. That, that's Romans 3.23 right there. Now, there's the next verse is this, Romans 6.23. And this is what you do. For the wages, like you're paying someone, the wages, what you earn of sin against sin is death. Okay, now, I don't know if that's against the law now to do this. Um, it's death, but, and sort of like, that's the only but I know is this one. So don't like point all the way to your butt, just the side of your butt. Uh, but the gift of God, like you give a gift, is eternal life through, and you do a J and a C. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Our Lord. Pound it, pound it. Our Lord. You're like, ooh. Okay. So ready? Shh. Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death. But 
The gift of God is eternal life through J.C. our Lord, right? Okay, one more time, Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That J.C. is a little bit confusing, but it works. You'll get it down. All right, hey, hey, you've got two down. Let's go to a third. And I know you've never, never heard this verse before. And uh, Tim Tebow, who, who some are sad because he gave up the ghost and got married a day or two ago. Um, you're like, he was waiting for me. What happened? Um, um, well, Tim would sometimes have this on his face, among other things. But this is uh, John 3.16. I know you've never heard this before. Okay? And th- this is the way we do it. For... God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, now you can do believes in him or believes in him, okay, either or, should, should not, so we do like the, like death, but should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Now this is the infinity sign, okay, it's, it, it never stops, right, everlasting life, we used to do a, a circle, but we got cooler, and now we do the infin, infinity sign for that, ready, okay, ready, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life, okay, that's it, John three sixteen. okay, so we got three down, two more to go for tonight, and this is the next one, you're like, what? I'm exhausted. I haven't moved. Is this like a yoga class or an exercise? All right. Now, this one is tricky, so, so watch what I do first, because I, I might have changed these up from if we've done this before in the past. Jesus said, and you're pointing with your, 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 your palm toward yourself, Je- Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father and we do, but by me. Okay, that's what he said. Because but by I don't know why, because this is a but and this is by your butt. But by me. So that's what we do. Ready? John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. That's what he said. There's hey, and so so look, the truth that we've just heard is that we all sin and fall short. Everybody falls sin. Uh, it, it sins and falls short. And what we earn from sin is death. But God has made a way above that. And, and so, so God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And Jesus is the only way. He's not a way. It doesn't say right there that he is, he, is, he is a way. It says that he is the way. He is the only way. And the last verse is we take Romans 9, 10, and 13, but we're only going to sort of quote verse 13. And we like to do this the most, and it's this for all who call. And you call, call, call. Now, now, we don't say call. We say call like a crow or something. I don't know why. So everybody go, call, call. Yeah, that's right. Okay, good. Okay, so for all who call. Call, call, call. On the name of the Lord, like an elder chest, elder here, name of the Lord, shall be. And you're taking a life, per, you're, you're on a boat. They are dr- 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 drowning down below. So it goes like this. Will, will be, and you take a, like a round, it's like a ring, right? And you throw it, and it's, it's like you're way high up. It takes a while to get there. 
saved. Okay, so that's what, so you're trying to get it to them. They're far away, but you can reach them. So this is it. For all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. You got to let it hit first before they're saved. All right, you got saved. Okay, ready? Everybody go saved. Ready? One, three. Saved. Okay, there you go. I have a pause there. It just adds a great effect and freaks out a, someone who's new to the crowd. Like, what's wrong with these people? All right. For all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Beautiful, beautiful. Have a seat. All right. Are y'all good? Yeah. yeah? Scripture memory. You can learn this stuff. Don't worry. You're like, I don't know if I got that. We'll do this again. Week or two. Don't worry. You're like, I'm not coming back. Okay. <clears throat> We're in the book of Daniel. We're in Daniel chapter 2. It was written by Daniel. And he, uh, he was uh, in a, uh, he was, Israel was conquered by who? Nebuchadnezzar. Who was, who was the king of who? Babylon, right? Babylonians. And how old was he when he was, he was taken from his homeland? 15 or 16, okay? And now in chapter 2 here, he's 18 or 19, okay? A couple years have passed, but not a whole lot of time has passed. And we're about to see a story that is crazy. You're like, como say what? I mean, just you're like, this makes no sense at all. So, I had reached out to someone on possibly reading the scripture for tonight. Did they get word on that? Did, did they make a plan with that? No? Is anybody pl- planning on reading the scripture? No? Okay, good. Just wanted to... You don't think I can do it? I'd love for you to read, babe. <clears throat> no, you can do it, babe. No, I, I've got to speak a lot already. I'm great. Why don't you read it? I'd love for you to read it. Hey, hey, guys. Say, hey, hey, guys. Let me tell you something. That was artistic what I just did, all right? I, that was a, I was going to lose if I said, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to read it. I would lose and pay for it for a long time. So sometimes you just got to, if it's not, if, yeah, you can use whatever you want to. All right, babe. I forgot my Bible, so I'm using my phone. Do you want to use mine? Yeah, I can use my phone. Okay, look at you, so high tech. All right. So uh, what are you reading? Daniel chapter 2, verses 1 through 48. 1 through 12. It's not 1 through 48. 1 through 12. 1 through 12. So we're going to stand in honor of God's word after all this. You're like, what are we doing here? What type of youth group is this? Andy, many of what? All right. Okay. Here we go. Chapter 2, verse 1. In the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His spirit was troubled and his sleep left him. Then the king commanded that the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers, and the Chaldeans be summoned to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and stood before the king. And the king said to them, I had a dream, and my spirit is troubled to know the dream. Then the Chaldeans said to the king in Aramaic, O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The word for me is firm. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, oh gosh, you shall be torn limb from limb and your houses shall be laid in ruins. But if you show the dream and its interpretation, you shall receive from me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and its interpretation. 
They answered a second time and said, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will show its interpretation. The king answered and said, I know with certainty that you are trying to gain time because you see that the word for me is firm. If you do not make the dream known to me, there is but one sentence for you. You have agreed to speak lying and corrupt words before me till the times change. Therefore, tell me the dream and I shall know that you can show me its interpretation. The Chaldeans answered the king and said, there is not a man on earth who can meet the king's demand. For no great and powerful king has asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or Chaldean. The thing that the king asks is difficult, and no one can show it to the king except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. Because of this, the king was angry and very furious and commanded that all the wise men of Babylon be destroyed. All right, let's, let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for your word. Uh, uh, and and uh, as uh, the truth, you have to teach us a uh, lot. God, may we understand how big a God you are and how personal you, of a God that you are, that you have a plan for each one that's in this room, that you love everybody here. Uh, and God, that you pr- pursue us even when we fight against you. Uh, God, thank you that you love us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, have a seat. All right. Now, I think... You can all agree with me on this statement. If there's anyone in the Word of God smoking crack, it's Nebuchadnezzar. Okay? Okay? If there's anybody that you're like, dear Lord, what's wrong with you? He has a dream, and it's a bad dream. And so he wants someone to explain it to him. Have you ever had a bad dream before? Like one that's like like really real? It's like, whoa. You wake up going, oh. And you're trying to figure out, okay, wait, wait, that wasn't real, that wasn't real, okay, okay. I have all my, my fingers, okay, good, you know, just, we, we have weird dreams. He has a very bad dream. He asked the wise men that he has around him, not, not just, what did my dream mean, but hey, t- t- tell me what my dream was, and then tell me what it meant. Because if you can tell me what it was, then I'll believe that you knew really what it meant. And so, they do what, uh, and this is what he says, and if you don't, I will tear you limb from limb and your houses will turn to rubble. That means everybody in your family, your household will be torn limb from limb. So is that a great king or what? Dude, it's it's an awful king. And, and, um, you know, as as I've read up some on this, insecurity can cause us to do some wild stuff. I mean, really, the root of a bully is he's insecure about something. He's trying to feel better about himself. The, uh, someone who's, who's mean, and you're going to grow up and meet mean people for the rest of your life. I guarantee it comes back to you. They're insecure about something. They're trying to, to cope and deal with that. And the way they do it, they get hostile and mean to everybody else around them. I, I, I will let you in on a little secret about uh, P- Pastor Dan, because you think Pastor Dan never does wrong. Uh, um, and... Um, I am, I get stressed and sort of insecure when I've got to drive to downtown Jacksonville and park. Okay, I'm great driving through it or somewhere, and I, if I, I can just drop you and throw you out of the car, I'll do that all day long. But if I've got to find a place to park, for some reason it throws me into a, a panic. Like, I'm like, I dread, I, I keep it in, I'm like, Acting all calm and cool, but on the inside, I am just like, and it's stupid. It's like sometimes when I go to a Jag game, it's just like find a place to park, pay 10 bucks and park there. But I don't know why, but it stressed me out. 
And this is what I do. I get, my wife would go, no, never. I get really short and snappy like that. Can you do that? Okay, can you do that every time I need it? Thank you. You're doing a great job. Great, great job. So, but, is that a plane or bomb? Okay, I don't know if that was the, what? It's still going. So, so just, just, and this is all just a, a, a side note. It's, you know, I get snappy and, and, and just really short, uh, not in my height, but in my, 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 my patience when I've got this right, right wife. She doesn't believe it. Uh, uh, no, not my sweet Dan. And, um, and so in, insecurity can ca- cause us to do a lot of things we wouldn't do most of the time. We see the king is insecure. He's clearly insecure. And what does it cause him to do? It causes him to be violent, beyond violent. Now, hopefully, I don't, like, I'm like, if we don't fight a place of park, I will tear you limb from limb. And, you know, that would be crazy. So we won't do that. So these wise men talk to him, and, and they begin to stall. Like, they're like, oh, no, he is smoking crack. What are we going to do? we got to figure out a plan. Oh, king, no one can know this. And he's like, you're stalling. You just said the same thing you just said in verses 3 through 5. You're saying again in verse 7. I know you're stalling. Just tell, tell me the truth or you die and everybody you love dies. Oof, not a very good place to be. Now, these wise men do say something that's sort of on track. They say in verse 11 that the king at what the king, that the, the thing the king asks is difficult, and no one can show it to the king except the gods and whose dwelling is not with flesh. Now, they were talking about small g gods, but they knew that humans could not do it, and it had to be some, some, something divine that would solve this, which they were right on that account because the only the one true, true God who gave the dream is the one that could tell the dream and interpret the dream. So they did get that, that part right. Now, Point one is this, because I thought, how in the world do you, do you preach this, this story? Because it's crazy. First is, we see this, a helpless dilemma or helpless si- si- situation. In your life, you're going to face things where you feel helpless. You, you don't like it. You don't know what to do. It just things, you, it, and you just... That wasn't quite the right timing, but that was all right. There's time. Listen, listen. If, if you've gr- grown up in a home and, and things have gone wrong in that home and a divorce has come, you are helpless in that situation as a young person. If you um, move to a new city, or a new school. I mean, you've got to start fresh. You've just left your friends that you've, you've been with for 10 years, and now you've got to start over in 11th grade? Man, you can feel helplessly lost in that situation. You could lose someone that you love through an accident or through sickness. Um, and when those times occur, you feel helpless. You do not know what to do. And there's not a whole lot that you can um, so sometimes our world's going to feel like it's crumbling, and we can't do anything about it. And in the text, I ask, so, so what's the proper response? So what do we do when it, everything is cr- cr- crashing and we cannot see a way out? That's what's going on in the story. If you look at in verse 
13, it says that for the king that the decree went out and the wise men were about to be killed. And they sought Daniel and his companions to kill them. He was part of this wise men group. And they, they, they went and found him. What, what do you do when you don't know if the, anything's going to work out? It says this in verse 14. Then Daniel replied with prudence and disc- discretion to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He declared to Arioch, the king's captain, why is this decree of the king so urgent? Then Arioch made the matter known to Daniel, and Daniel went in and requested the king to appoint him a time that he might show the interpretation to the king. As a believer in Jesus Christ, this is what I believe. When you pass from this life, the greatest thing someone could say about me wasn't that, man, that guy was a Star, Star, Star Wars fan. Or it wouldn't be, ah, that guy, he stuttered, but he didn't let that stop him. That's not the greatest thing someone could tell me. The greatest thing someone could say about me and about, I believe, a believer in Jesus Christ was, Man, that guy had faith. Man, his faith. Even when things were rocked, he still believed God was who he said he was. And that God would do who, what he said he would do. That's, that's what I want. That's what, boy, it, I don't mind to live a long life. But when I get to that point, man, that's what I want said about me. I hope that's what you want said about you. Um. And, and, and what else could be said is no matter how dark things seemed or got, that they always pointed people to Jesus. And that, that's what our job is. I don't know what deck of cards you're going to be dealt in this life. I don't know how up, many ups and downs and ups and downs, but I guarantee if you live long enough, you will have ups, you will have downs. What are you going to do in the middle of those times, in the downs and ups? Are you pointing to Christ? Are you looking to Christ? Is your faith found in Christ? Because right here in, in what we just read of a helpless situation, Daniel could not solve this on his own. And what does he do? Because we see this, this, this helpless deal and we see a proper response. That's sort of all the passage is about today. Help, helpless, proper response. And this is it. He had a belief or faith that God was who he said he was, and that he would do what he said he would do. Now, where do I get that Daniel had that belief? It says in chapter 1, I think in verse 17 that, that we taught on, he, that, that God said, as, what was said was, as for these four youths, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Okay, he knew God had given him that. He may not have known exactly how that was going to work out, but we see here that when that, that they, they hear everybody's about to be killed, he says, make me an appointment with the king. And he doesn't say not so that I can talk to him, but he says so I can interpret the dream for him. There was an act of faith right there that he believed what God said he would do that give, give him the ability to do visions and, 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 and dreams that God would do what he said he would do. He had such a great faith, and he confronts the problem head on. He didn't duck. He didn't hide. He didn't run. He, first thing was faith. 
belief. It showed up. When you don't know what to do, know what you believe and cling to that. Who is God? What is his plan for my life? A question I have for you is what promises from God in the Bible do you believe in? Do, do you even know of any of the prom, prom, promises of God that are in the Bible? Because it's, it's full of them. And how do you face these things? Well, you know what God says he is, who he is, and what he will do. He, he will do. For instance, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, you acknowledge him and he will make your, straight your path or make your path straight. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And he's going to make your path straight. He's going to guide you. He's going to lead you. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weak and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I don't know about you, but in this life, I like rest. This life can wear me out as mean as it is. Give me rest when I can get it in the way that he wants to give it to me. Isaiah 54.10, this is the new verse I've, I've just read, and I go, man, I want to know this verse by heart. And this is what it says, For the mountains may depart, and the hills be removed, but my steadfast love shall n- not depart from you, and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. Man, God's love, never going to leave you. That's what God, God says. My love will never leave you. No matter how dark and tired and mean this world feels, my love will never leave you. James 4, 7, 8. Some of you have heard this before. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he must flee from you. And he says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. What a promise of this God that we serve. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he, God, is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Some youth and even adults I've talked to have gone, man, pet. Pastor Dan, you don't know what I've done. God can't forgive me. You don't know what I've done. And this is my response. I don't, I don't care what you've done. I know, I, I know how big my God is. And he is much bigger than whatever you've done. If we confess he's faithful just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Promises God, that's where our faith comes from. We know the truth of God and we believe it. That's what faith, when it says to practice or live out your faith, that means be- Believing God is who he says he is and live it out. Because we, we think it's this weird thing. No, it's, it's easy. Now look, look at what he does once he makes the appointment with the king. Verse 17. Then Dan- Daniel went to his house and made the matter known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, and told them to seek mercy from the God of heaven concerning this mystery so that Daniel and his companions might not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Um, You know, it's funny. Uh, See, the first thing we're supposed to do is have faith. I mean, believe. Believe God's in control. No matter how dark it gets, I'm going to choose to believe God God is who he says he is. That's what I'm going to do. Second, pray. Oh, that's such a, such a deep topic. What? Pray? Yeah, pray. Talk to God. And don't miss this. These are the wisest men in the land. If there's, there's, they're, they're, smarter, they're ten times smarter than the smartest guys in the room. And they don't go, oh, we can solve this. 
because we always, we always try to solve things on our own, right? I can, I, I can do this myself. The smartest men in the room go, what? Man, we need to pray and beg for the, the, the mercy of God. To where if the smartest of the men in the room, that's the first thing that they do. Dear Lord, I am so far away from the smartest man in the room. Man, that's what we, we ought to do. I had um, um, a text from Elizabeth this week uh, that de- deals with prayer. She said, hey, and I, I meant to announce it before, but it fits right here. Uh, she said, Pastor Dan, can I um, begin to meet with a group of students? Can we have a group of students before the edge starts that will just meet to pray each week b- b- before the edge starts? And I was like, perfect idea. I'd love it. And maybe 20 minutes before the edge starts, we'll have a, that room probably right there uh, and begin just to meet as a group. We invite you to come be a, be a part of it because prayer is not, you know, there, there's, a, there's a, a, who here believes prayer is important? Anybody believe? Yeah. Who here believes prayer is very important? Okay. Hands down. Okay. We would all say that. I think we'd all say that. There's, um, Make sure I haven't missed missed something here. Um, there, 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 there's a man named D. Dukes. It's it's a man named D. Dukes, and he has this quote. And I think I've I've got this quote. It says, "Almost everyone believes that prayer is important, but there's a difference. Uh, there's a difference between believing that prayer is important and believing prayer is essential. Essential means that there are things that will not hap- happen without prayer. Essential means." If we don't pray, this isn't going to work. We have no hope at all. And, and Daniel and his friends knew something. Prayer wasn't just important. It was essential. When they were in this darkest time, when this, this king who was nuts, once this, this, this out-of-this-world thing done, what do they do? Man, God, we need you. We need you. And it says that after they pray, that they go to sleep. It implies that in the text because it says in verse 19, then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. He said, hey, king, I'll talk to you about this. I'll interpret it for you. He goes to his friends. They pray, ask for God to move. They go to sleep. They wake up and, and God moves. You know what I love about this story because I think there's a lot of truth here, because you, and what's sad to me is there are students in this room that are going through things I, I have no, no idea about, but there are things I never faced as a teenager. And it's things, I, I will tell you, in a lot of ways it's unfair that you've got to face some of these things, and I'm sorry that you've got to face them. And I know that you feel helpless, and you feel like no, nobody cares. But I want you to know something. God is bigger, that God cares, that God God is fighting for you that uh, if you need someone to care and just speak to you and say, hey, I care, I care. I'm not perfect. Don't get everything right, but I care. I will fight for you if you feel like you're all alone. If you need to know, hey, is somebody, does somebody even know I exist? I, I see you. I mean, I do. I can't talk to each of you. Our group is so big. Every edge as we come by, our group's so big, it's hard to I get to talk to maybe five or eight, eight of you or so and um, but man, don't get lost in that. When you feel help, help, helpless, man, faith in God. Man, understand, take this word of God, and even if it's done in a dumb way, for God to love the world, right? But even if you learn it that way, under, just learn scripture. 
it is so key for you to know it. And so you know the promises of God. What, what, what do I have faith in? I have faith in the promises of God. He is, he is amazing. And what, 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 what do I do when, what should we do when that we, we put our faith in God and then we go to him in prayer and go, God, I need your mercy. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. I feel all alone. Go to God and give it to God. That's what we're called to do. And to me, as I read this, what a picture of the gospel. We're in a helpless condition. You know what? We sin. We choose sin. We dive into it. And we can't live right. We can't fix it on our own. And that makes it helpless. It's a helpless situation for us. But God, in his infinite mercy and grace, made a way, gave a promise that he had told that was going to come for, for forever in his son, Jesus. The Savior would come to save mankind. And that's what he did. If you would place your faith and trust in him, talk to God about it. What a picture this is of the gospel in knowing him. Man, life is mean and tough, but God is so good and God cares and he puts people around you. And it's not even me, it's, it's, it's friends around you who I believe God has placed around you to, to be arms and hands and hugs that God would give you. That, 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 that's what he does. Don't miss God at work in your life. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for the chance for us just to talk about some things that are important to you. I know I jumped here and there, but um, God, may when the helpless times come, may our faith in you grow. May we lean on the truths of you that we know, and then may we come to you and give it to you and talk to you, and uh, Lord, trust you to help us through it. Uh, for it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.